Hello, it's Arnold. What up? I'm Gray. And you're listening to Very That, a podcast that serves as therapy for two queer, second-generation, brown, millennial friends using anecdotes, storytelling, and a little bit of dark humor to make sense of the world and ourselves and talk about the heavy topics in life while still keeping it light and fun. Hi, Gray. <laughs> What's up, Arnold? How's it going? Ah, it's going, it's going. But <sighs> you know what I need to know? Tell us. I need to know what these stars have in store for us. You know, Aida style. I need a plan. I need some guidance. I need some divine intervention. I need it all. So let's uh, let's crack it open and check what these stars say. Let's get into it. Um, we both just threw our phone across the room, so now we have to go. <laughs> <laughs> just really well prepared as always, you know, so. Fine. It's fine. Okay. So I'm going to go first today. Yes, you are. And so as a reminder, I'm looking up Scorpio. And today my horoscope says, you are not your feelings. Ooh. Which is just great to know because goddamn what a fucking mess I would be then if that was the case. Because just feeling so many things these days and not wanting to. But it's good to know that I'm not actually defined by them. All right. All so, right. What do they what do they got for you, girl? Uh today mine says, oh, backing up. Just to remind y'all, I'm a Leo. And today it says, practice articulating what you want. Ooh. So get ready for it. Be ready. <laughs> I want a new president. I want COVID to be over with. I want a vaccine. And I want Zendaya to come back to music. Say it loud, say it proud, and say it for God. Put it up to his ears. That's what I'm saying. Let's do Can it. Can we have it? Please and thank you. God damn, like, what's your, okay, so what's your horoscope got you, like, wanting, like, you got to say your needs, you got to say it loud, say it proud, so. I think it's important to talk about, like, what your needs are, what makes you feel supported, respected, worthy of love. Oh, say it out to the universe. So I'm guessing today we're talking about boundaries then and laying those down with calling out all your needs and saying what you don't want and what you don't need. That is what today's topic is about. (laughs) Everyone's really bored already, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Like people are listening. I was like, yeah, right. You better be fucking tuned into this. It's going to be exciting. Speaking of needs, Gray, mm-hmm. you, were, you were telling me a story the other day. <sighs> yeah, no, I was definitely telling you a story. Uh, and what that story was, was about how sometimes friends can be shitty friends. But mm. as with all things, there's a silver lining. And I think what's great about having shitty friends is that they teach you a lot about yourself and kind of not necessarily they won't always I think I don't know if they will always show you what you need but shitty friendships have a really good way of like showing you what you don't need and what you don't want Mm. so in that regard I think they have a good way of kind of helping you develop your boundaries but yeah but yeah boundaries Boundaries. I think it's let's talk about that today boundaries and relationships um friendships your boundaries with whatever but 
I think as someone who's got some really shitty ones, um, I'd love to hear your perspective <laughs> on, what they, on boundaries and how to implement them. Well, again, so when we talk about boundaries, simply put, it's like a boundary is for you what is okay versus like what's not okay in any kind of context, right? See, well, I think that's the thing that I always trip up with because in my eyes, I always see as a, a boundary as like a barrier from the outside getting in. And I think the way that you just said it is probably a better framework in terms of this is what I'm putting out to protect me rather than and preserve me rather than to like keep things out. Does that make sense? Oh, I feel like what I just said doesn't really make no, sense. No, 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 no. It totally makes sense. I think... I think the wording kind of alludes to that, but I don't think a boundary is anything to like keep people distant from you, you know? Boundaries are respect. Like they are supposed to ensure that your needs are being met in a way that makes you feel fulfilled, that makes you feel supported. Well, I think it's to the benefit of both people in the relationship and to like show up in a way that's beneficial for each other and themselves, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. But it's to say that I think exercising a healthy boundary is necessary and to the benefit of the actual relationship itself and its longevity. Fair statement? Yeah, because a relationship without boundaries, that's like, what, codependency? That is... Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I've got some things with codependency. Definitely. Same, girl. Same. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to my here we are (laughs) (laughs) um okay so then that regard then i guess like what would you see as like a health like healthy boundaries versus like unhealthy boundaries for boundaries it's literally a choice for what you allow to be okay versus not okay for yourself so in terms of like shitty friends um like you said like any relationship is going to be a mirror right so there are people are going to reflect back to you the things that you need to see about yourself because we're all narcissists Ugh, right? i hope that's not true if i could read it back then the way i heard it i guess a healthy versus unhealthy boundary is i guess a healthy boundary doesn't leave room for sacrificing your needs on your end no i don't think the boundary has to address both people the boundaries are yours like boundaries are just for you. So for oh. yourself, what is a healthy boundary is deciding in that moment what is okay versus what is not okay. Let me give you an example. Lay it on me. Okay. So at work, I'm doing my thing. In my Excel sheets, and then my boss goes, hey, I need a report and XYZ of top collections um, that we need to send to design and I need it by the end of the day. Thanks. I'm like, Ugh, a fate we all know too well. Oh, and this is the trigger. She always says stuff like, it shouldn't take that long, so it should be fine. Oh my God. Why do they fucking do that? That is like, yes, that is a trigger. You just saying that just sends me sends me over the edge because you're not the one that has to do it like i'm the one that has to pull the damn report you have no idea how long the stakes yeah so i guess what makes that unhealthy what's like obviously her telling you the amount of effort and time it'll take but i guess what is the like the real mm-hmm. unhealthy piece of that 
conversation. I mean, her saying that is the trigger. Yeah. To which my response is, my boundary is, I don't like when people tell me <laughs> how long something takes if they have no idea how long it will take. Comes from a, like, you are not respectful of my time. That is my boundary. Completely. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, when people speak on authority of things that they have no authority on, there's definitely that sentiment of you actually have no, there's no empathy on your end in terms of trying to understand what truly goes into making this happen. So right. you've just written it off as like a, a chore that can be done as simply as you can, as quick as you can say it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Bitches. Fucking bitches. What I'm going to say is like, I mean, she's my boss, so obviously I'm going to do it. But for me, I'm going to say, you saying, oh, it shouldn't take that long, that is not okay. Because you have no idea how long it takes because you don't do the work. Exactly. So that is a boundary. And what makes it a healthy boundary is that it's kind of consistent for the relationship. Anytime she's going to say it, I'm going to say, that is not okay. But um, I guess the healthy piece then is you being vocal about what that boundary is too and like nailing that home for her and saying that like, all right, just because you think it's going to take this long does not mean it's actually going to take that long. Vocalize is the key word. Vocalize. That's what makes it a healthy boundary. It's the communication <sighs> portion of it. I know. I want to really- talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> It's annoying, but it's true. (laughs) Why can't they just read my mind? God damn it. (laughs) All right. Well, with that in mind, then, I guess, um, do you, it seems like you've got a pretty good handle on like what your boundaries are, but do you think that you overall have healthy boundaries? Uh, I mean. Jury is out for consideration. It's very do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> like, I know all this stuff, but in practice, not not so good. Like, have I told her? Have I told my boss? Hey, I don't like when you say it shouldn't take that long. Have I ever? No, no, I have not. Does it come up every single week? Yes, it has. <laughs> and she's still just like at 530, just being like, hey, how's that report coming? <laughs> it's 437. Ugh. Man, we just need to quit our jobs and win that damn lotto already. Oh, we just need more people to listen to this so we can quit our jobs and do this all the time. Yeah, well, let's not bank on that. With that in mind, then, it seems like you have a strong understanding of what those healthy boundaries are, but still working through how to fully exercise them. Yes. Yes, 100%. (laughs) I'm going to throw it back at you. Like, you kind of introed our segment saying that you don't think you have healthy boundaries. So I'm like, why she say that? Um, here's the thing. I feel like I always talk about this, but I think a lot of it goes back to the way that I was raised in the culture that I was raised in. And so most Polynesians, and I think most like Brown cultures are very communal in that respect. And so this idea of self and your own personal needs is not, anything that's ever taken into consideration because I feel like there's always this sentiment of like, how dare you put your needs, your own personal needs before that of the group, because we should be 
all working together towards creating this utilitarian society. In which case, um, let me break it down for you. Not fucking working. All right. <laughs> Speak on it. But I think knowing that then what ended up happening is the way that I grew up was very much, I was not taught what healthy boundaries look like. And what I mean by that is, you know, I don't, I didn't live in a house where my parents knocked before they entered a room. I didn't live in a house where my time was my time. You know, I think the question that like me and my, uh, my sister got and like, you know, my cousins, we probably all got a lot was like, instead of asking me, or instead of asking, hey, Arnold, did you want to do something on Saturday? It's, oh, Arnold, what are you doing Saturday? And if you say nothing, then now I have cornered you into a position where you cannot tell me no that you don't want to do what I want to do because you've already told me that you're doing nothing. So here I am presenting you a plan and you are not agreeing to it. And therefore, you are not being a good member of the community or this family, whatever that community is defined by. Oh, my God. Triggering. Right? That's that shit. When you said it, like visceral reaction in my chest, me like, uh, because I know they're going to ask me to do something. Yeah. That's why I, my default answer has always been like, I don't know. But then like that answer has like, I don't know. I feel like that answer just stuck with me and resonated with me more than it should have, because I feel like when I think about what my boundaries are, the answer mm -hmm. I would usually come up with is like, oh, I don't know. Just because I, I mean, I have, I think you learn a lot from your family growing up, right? Like that's yeah. what they always say. And that's what all those fun little psychologists say that when you're like young, you learn things. And like, if I didn't learn it when I was young and I didn't learn it growing up, the only way I was able to learn it was through my friends and stuff. And so I think that said, I'm a little, a little farther behind than most when it comes to like understanding what my own boundaries are and how to exercise them. Different journeys. Different, different journeys different journeys different pace different destination am i right nothing has to be wrong Whew, you sent me <laughs> <laughs> but that yeah i mean but like given now that you know that you have unhealthy boundaries or your relationship with boundaries aren't the healthiest yeah like what boundary would you say you have learned in later life that you have confirmed is a boundary for you um yeah i don't know i think there's all like you know kind of like the cardinal ones that everyone says like honesty don't ask me for fucking money don't talk <laughs> shit on my family like those are things that like yeah duh don't fucking do that but i think because of that one it's this kind of don't presume you have control over my time just because we're friends mm just because I feel like in that sense, then you're also, there's like, when I've thought about it, why that is such a big thing for me is because I feel like I've had friendships where on both ends, my end and their end, there's been a disregard for kind of the need for that personal space. Oh. And so kind of going back to that earlier episode of being like the oldest and always like stuffing my time with things like for me, it was like, oh, let me just slot everyone into my schedule. And that being said, like, there are definitely certain people in my life, certain friends who I kind of held to this standard that was unrealistic in assuming that they were always mm -hmm. going to be available for me whenever I beckoned and called, which isn't fair. Yeah. Oh. So I guess the one that I try to remind myself with my friends is that I 
neither one of us can try to take ownership or sovereignty over the other's time and effort. Similar to what you're saying about your boss. Like, don't tell me it's going to take fucking, it should only take a little bit of time. If you ain't fucking doing it, then no. Don't tell me shit about my damn time because that's my fucking time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'll kick it back to you then. For you, what's one of like your paramount boundaries or a few of your paramount boundaries that you've learned through life? Well, I think I think throwing it back to, again, episode one. Oh, my God, we have so many episodes. Keep track. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. <laughs> I One of my big boundaries is um, you are never going to tell me how I should feel. Oh my God, yes! Don't you ever try to control my emotions. No, no, no. You're like, again, it doesn't give me a free pass to like wilding out with Nick Cannon like all the time. Um, I just like to remind people that she is a Leo. So that will happen from time to time. <laughs> just saying. She likes a bit of the theatrics. Just a bit. <laughs> but at the same time, like you can say that I'm, overreacting but you're not gonna dictate how i'm gonna feel about something you're not gonna tell me how to yeah. feel if i'm if i'm telling you that i'm mad you don't get to say don't be mad about that i'm so glad you said this one it it sends me off the rails you are not gonna invalidate my feelings not today not tomorrow not next thursday because honey you will catch some hands oh my god you know what this is oh this is like Where? that time i mean this is like those situations when like your friend or whoever in your life like you'll experience something and they'll be like oh my god it's not that bad like bitch shut the fuck up right now it feels <laughs> don't ever fucking tell me thank you yeah thank you no, I get that. The same awesome. visceral reaction you had to mine, I'm having that same thing all up in my nether regions with that one because it is just making me loosen my <laughs> bowels. I'm about to shit in this chair. Put a plastic bag down. I mean, I put a, a Swiffer, like, mop head on the ground, so I feel like that might just soak it up. But uh, <laughs> Thinking of someone trying to exercise control over your emotions or whatever your personal narrative is being a trigger for you as a bound and like knowing that that is a boundary for you, do you have a relationship in your life that kind of highlighted that boundary for you or helped you to solidify that boundary in your world? I mean, doesn't it always just come on back to childhood? Because it always does. I mean, we're going to talk about trauma. It's all about trauma. I mean, I think it comes from like, yeah, growing up. I mean, I'm the youngest um so a lot of the times like growing up when i would have like a reaction to something mm -hmm. i would be dictated as being over dramatic like what um specific examples elude me i feel like what happens in a lot of times with brown families is that it's like you can express as much joy as you want and happiness but the minute that that gauge goes in the opposite direction and you're like really sad or upset by something that's when it's like ah, stop overreacting you're doing too much you know okay see now now you've already triggered something in me you know repressed memories just trying to bring it out of happen. you girlfriend just trying to bring it out they really <laughs> happen so like i remember back in my youth so 1954 uh, yeah what um, a great year <laughs> um but <laughs> I remember um, I had a guinea pig and it died 
Um, oh no! Her name was Cupcake. Funny thing is that, um, so there was a cage, right? And we had two guinea pigs, one for me, one for my brother. And um, we separated it with a piece of wood, but the wood was on like a bunch of like tan bark or like wood chips or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Cupcake, my guinea pig, could you tell she was queer? Yeah. Um, dug under the wood chips and then stuck her head under the plank of wood that separated the two and, you know, kind of just, you know. Guillotined herself? Full asphyxiation happening. Just full Marie Antoinette straight down on the fucking neck. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. Happened overnight. Happened overnight. So, of course, next morning I go to feed her, seeing her, like, half under a plank of wood, just not moving. (laughs) I'm sorry. Just waking up to your... A little bit traumatizing. Yeah. Was it... You say gerbil or hamster? Rodent. Guinea pig. Yeah. Some kind of rodent. (laughs) Some rodent. Um, But, yeah, no, a dead rodent in a cage, that'll send any child into a tailspin. Obviously, fully crying. I remembered I ran to my bed, you know, very Disney style, just threw myself over to the bed and cried on my pillow. Um, Again, Leo. And then my mom, (laughs) you know. Taking her cues from the theater. (laughs) All the emotions. The cinema. Um, My mom comes in and she's, she's vacuuming and then I'm just crying and then she's just in my room vacuuming and then she's like, okay, that's enough now that's enough now i'm like okay you're just gonna just come in vacuum i'm grieving the loss of my dead pet can i ask a question and there's no sympathy. just like no sympathy can i ask a question yes is this dead guinea pig still in the room while all this is happening <laughs> <laughs> cupcake is just belly up and everyone your mom is just like uh move your shoes i have the vacuum here I would never have shoes in my room. How dare you? Well, I would never have my but mom yeah, it's... in my room, so we live different lives now. <laughs> what privilege. Again, <laughs> I'm the youngest. Ugh, I live. But still, very scarring in that I know now, if I'm feeling some type of way, let me feel it. You don't have to agree with it, but acknowledge that this is something I'm going through, and then we can move on. No, I think that story was great at uh, exhibiting when your boundaries weren't being met. But what what was the turning point for you then in terms of recognizing that like, hey, this is what I need. Like if I'm feeling this way, I need to feel valid. I need to like validate myself on that then. If no one else is going to do it. Oh, not until way later. Not until like early 20s that I actually put two and two together and being like, no, no. I'm allowed to feel this way. Oh, so during the Nixon administration. Okay. So back then. Uh... <laughs> I almost said Waterloo. That's not the right Waterloo. thing. Waterloo. I don't know the song, but like, I just know that they say Waterloo. <laughs> I know. I'm a bad gay. Deal with it. The actual clicking point. Again, the, the story eludes me, but like, mm-hmm. I remember finally validating for myself that my emotions and the things that I'm feeling like I'm entitled to feel them yeah. and take responsibility for those feelings. I want to put that also in there. Yeah. Um, but I just remember, I think we were driving from the casino. I don't remember the context, but we were driving from the casino. Wait, and, sorry, who's we? 
of me, my brother, and my mom. Okay. We were driving from the casino, and we were in a fight. And my brother said something to the effect of, "You're being overdramatic." I go silent, and I'm like, just thinking to myself, "I don't, I don't think so." Like, you're kind of being an asshole, so I'm allowed to feel this way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of clicked, and being like, you know, I get to, I'm allowed to feel this way. Maybe my behavior is reprimandable. Sure of how I express that's that. That's fair. That's really good to recognize. Yeah. That I will I will take full full responsibility for that, but the act of me feeling whatever kind of way I was feeling, probably anger, like I'm entitled to that. Yeah. Like I'm allowed to feel that and have that validated. Yeah. You don't have to condone the way I express it because I probably threw a shoe or something. Just a shoe? You know, whatever's closest. I threw the whole war. But... <laughs> <laughs> Just chucked it clear across the room. That's interesting. I mean, that always seems to be the case, right? When it comes to boundaries is that there's that recognition of when they're not being met way long before that kind of like click of like, oh shit, this is important to me. And you know what? If it's important to me, <laughs> then fuck it. It's important in my world. I don't give a shit if anyone else thinks it's important. But for me, it's important. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I guess those boundaries are just for us. So then, like, huh? Yep. Just Good for you. Know. But knowing knowing that now, knowing where our boundaries are, what happens or how does it feel when those have been crossed? Knowing full well that what your boundaries are and where you stand on them and you're holding to them, when they are crossed, what does that feel like? I think what it feels like is it's that same feeling that perhaps a lot of people feel is, you know, that I'm not important. If this if this was a boundary for me and I had done a good job at um, communicating that, which I think that's the onus that is on everyone. That's not always the case is and which for me, it wasn't I wasn't great at um, communicating my needs. But when those needs aren't met, the toll that that takes on you, it for me, at least is beyond sadness. For me, it really started to make me question my position in that relationship. And do I see the relationship in the same light as that? It just makes you question a lot of things. And it's so it's like, yeah, no, I'm very sad that like my needs aren't getting met. But beyond that, it's really kind of like making me question my reality. And that's the piece that I I feel like in a relationship you should feel pretty sturdy if it's like a strong friendship like certainly there's new relationships or a friendship or whatever um where everyone's still kind of getting used to things but in those long-standing relationships if a boundary is crossed it's i feel like it's more than sadness for me it's definitely that kind of sentiment of wow you really i'm not a priority for you and i have made you a priority for me and now that that feels like I've wasted my efforts and I've wasted my time. Ooh, so would you say there's a bit of like resentment happening? Probably. Like I said, I'm not the best at understanding what my emotions are, but. <laughs> then why are we doing this? We're trying podcast? to learn. <laughs> no, I, yeah, that's probably a good word. To, a good way to describe it is that there's definitely this resentment, right? But in that same, it's weird because like you're still in those relationships and you still do them, but then it just starts to become toxic. 
So I feel like when your boundary is, mm -hmm. for me, when a boundary is crossed, what ends up happening is I start losing the respect for that person's boundaries too. Oh. And it's like, and that's a bad quality on my end in terms of like, rather than kind of upholding myself to my values. Did she mention she's a Scorpio? Slightly vengeful. <laughs> so when I'm, yeah, I mean, what I'm trying to do now is not lean into that, but there's definitely times where, all right, you're not going to meet my needs, then fuck your needs too then. Like, I don't have time for those. If you ain't got time for them, like, sure, we can still be quote unquote friends, but it's going to start to look real ugly and it's not going to look like friendship from the outside. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, I love a sarcastic friendship. I love, like, throwing some shade every now and again. Like, you and I constantly, like, cut each other down, but it's all, like, love and it's filled. Those moments are also sandwiched in between those moments of vulnerability and comfort and support. And if I'm not getting those pieces to offset that bit, calm down, Arnold. I can see. <laughs> Arnold's over here just pining over my words. Um, yeah, and it's because in our relationship, we've established what those boundaries are. So that's kind of how I feel like what ends up happening in my world. If the boundaries are crossed or if they're not, the needs aren't met, the boundaries are crossed, whatever it's called. But for you, how does that what happens next when that boundary is crossed? Like, how do you feel? Do things change? Mm, two answers. Going a little bit back, I'm not the best at vocalizing my boundaries all the time. So in the relationship, if the boundary is known and it has crossed, mm -hmm. you are going to get a top 10 Real Housewives fights because I said what I said. You ain't pulling a Nini leaks. You ain't pulling it right. You know what I mean? Because like, I've expressed my boundary, and if it has been crossed, and you've been like, "Don't feel sad about that." Full hands are out. She's jumping over that coffee table. She's ripping off that wig. Yo, eyelashes ain't making it out the room. That's for damn sure. It is candy at the slumber party. Realness for those fans of Real Housewives, like. I thought this was another porn and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's that is if the boundary is like stated and had it has been crossed. However, let me say I'm not the best at vocalizing said boundaries. So if the boundary is crossed and I haven't said anything, mm -hmm. that's when I get in the <laughs> with myself, though, like I that's when I get really like self-deprecating and i turn a lot of that rage inward because it feels it feels like betrayal you know i put myself in a situation where i betrayed my own boundaries by allowing it to happen right i guess is understanding that pattern is that like the same do you carry that same kind of like pattern with you forward or is that like something you've recognized and you're like okay we can't do that anymore it's a practice. It's a practice. It's a practice. It's a practice. I feel like I, I'm finding myself in those situations less. Um, oh, there's got to be some sign of progress in that. So yeah. there's progress. Um, but again, I'm still trying to find out where all of my boundaries are, like in all aspects of life, career, family, spiritual, emotional, physical, like magical, vaginal. We're just a couple of gays talking about vaginas. No big deal. Yeah. 
We're talking about things. Talking we about don't vagina. Know. It's like such like a category. Are you talking about vagina? We're well, talking I about... was gonna talk about politics, but I mean sure. I mean we don't know a lot about either. So that much hasn't come through already. <laughs> you need to crack on NPR kids, because Jesus. Um But yeah, that's boundaries. Do you have I... like any new boundaries that you didn't know you had until like maybe like twenty twenty? It's been such a riffering year. It's got to be some fun things we've learned in it so far. New boundaries. New boundaries. Uh, I'll go first. I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah, you go. You go. My first. big thing is like, if I say no, that is not an invitation for you to try to entice me further. Oh. I've already made the hard decision to tell you no, which like, let's be real. Telling your friends no can be really hard sometimes. And it's because I think we grew up again. I grew up with this mentality of like in my culture and my family of like, no, you don't say no. You just say yes and do what the fuck you need to do. And so saying no to things for me has been like a really, it took a while for me to be able to develop that skill. And that's not to like pat myself on the back or anything, but it's just like, it is what it is. And so for me, if like I was like, Someone asked me, like, hey, do you want to go do something this weekend? And then, like, I've, I've thought about it, and I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I just don't want to do it. Like, the environment doesn't really seem like it's really my gig. The environment itself doesn't seem like it'll be that fun. I'm just really not into it. And if I say no, again, not an invitation for you to come in and be like, well, how come? I don't have to justify shit to you. Mm. So if you're going to try to, in the same vein of, like, don't tell me how to act, if you're going to demand a justification for every decision I make, not happening not happening at all because what you're gonna get is not an answer of why i said no but you're gonna get a whole earful of me really giving it to you why you're being a piece of shit and why it's none of your fucking business why i don't want to do something or why i said no i mean that is fair i mean is that what everyone says respect that's like the number one boundary don't fuck that up respect the fact that i said no interesting because i would definitely be the type of person to be like well how come i need you know what (laughs) there's always going to be a time in a situation where you bend the rules but at like on total and on period don't fucking ask me again i already said no and i ain't feeling to fucking try to justify my answer okay done that's fair so God, what month are we in? We're in. We're already in fucking September. Month yeah. nine. We could have had a baby by now, Arnold, with this year. And what a fucking Rosemary's baby is the only baby that would be born this year. I'm more like a time oregano. <laughs> um, and that's dad humor 101. Thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we could have had a baby. <laughs> I don't don't worry about coming up with a new one for 2020 because trust me there's a couple more months to figure that out so at the rate we're going now i'm sure something will come up but um after that so kind of talked about like what our boundaries are how we kind of got there what did we learn here's the fun part (laughs) um how do you hold yourself accountable to those boundaries that's... And I feel like you kind of alluded to it a little bit last in like that kind of um, that kind of headspace where you jump into when you're not being vocal. But I guess I'll just throw it back to you. Like, how do you hold yourself accountable to your boundaries? 
that's the hard part <laughs> is that once you understand what they are you actually have to tell people what your boundaries are <laughs> i feel like maybe because it's like a new concept for a lot of people like it's nothing any of us grew up with like no one grew up meeting being like hi i'm a gray and by the way don't fucking tell me how to fucking spend my time <laughs> um what's your name <laughs> right like, i think it comes from like a lot of this like kind of people please mentality like subconsciously rather like for mm -hmm. me at least like rocking the boat is not generally something i feel super comfortable with to the detriment of myself and my boundaries so i feel like vocalizing my boundaries like you said growing up in a space where you know we weren't taught about boundaries vocalizing mm -hmm. when something is unacceptable for you for me innately it feels a little selfish yeah yeah we can feel that way especially with that like kind of like brown communal mentality right again like putting your needs before everyone else it just there's um there's guilt that they lay into that oh girl brown and growing up catholic the guilt is a plenty oh yeah no that whole house is just propped up on a whole foundation of guilt crumbling <laughs> it's full of termites has asbestos it's going to tip over real quick very that <sighs> reinforcing those boundaries like it is a practice me preemptively telling someone hey or not even preemptively in the moment when i'm in a trigger i mean take it back to my situation with my boss like or when you killed your hamster i did two. not kill cupcake <laughs> so like yeah like in the mm -hmm. in the example of like my boss like when she says oh it won't take that long how i would reinforce my boundary would be like saying hey i don't really appreciate the phrasing of it wouldn't take that long because it feels disrespectful to my time or something of that matter um, to actually yeah. reinforce my boundaries, something more professional than that. But <laughs> Just being like, gist. listen here, bitch, don't fucking come around here talking about fucking timetables and all that when you ain't even done the work. I mean, that's how I feel inside, but I also need to keep my job. So Ugh. that's why yeah, I'm I guess say so. that. You're right. But uh, okay. So being vocal about it and like... Yeah, just like, again, where I feel where it makes most sense to me is like, it's kind of silly to think that they would understand why it's a trigger for me unless I tell them. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah. You know, I think it's like an automatic thing where we're all like... Well, why wouldn't you think the way that I think? Again, just a bunch of individualists. We just love to think about ourselves. He's the American way. So <sighs> how about yourself? How do we how do we reinforce our boundaries? Uh, <clears throat> I'm a big proponent of like acting with integrity and doing what you say and like so for me, I think if if I understand my boundary is one understanding when someone says no, they mean no. Um, then that means like, for me, what I try to do is make sure I'm um, embodying that boundary for people. And so if someone tells me, if, you know, if I like continue, I was like, hey, Arnold, did you want to hang out this Saturday? And you're like, no, I don't want to. 
then I'm going to respect that and reinforce that that is just enough. So that way, hopefully next time, if the roles are reversed and you ask me to do something and for whatever reason I can't and I say no, there isn't that back and forth of like, well, why not? Not saying that that happens with us at all. So like, let's take, yeah. <laughs> let's take pause there. But when I'm, you know, with anybody. And so it's just trying to make sure that I'm embodying those. And if it's not met, then it goes back to your point of like, then I need to be vocal about that. Like, I can't, I can't expect people to uphold values that I myself am not exuding, right? Like, I, I can't ask you to be honest with me if I'm not being honest with you. And so for me, I try to, as much as I possibly can, I'm not going to say like, oh, I'm such a righteous person. I do all these great things because like I'm human too. We're like, I'm going to fuck up and not, I'm not going to like go with my boundaries because um, again, I'm a little bit of a Scorpio. So sometimes vengeance <laughs> makes its way into the plan and that's totally fine. But the healthy thing to do <laughs> is to recognize that, okay, you know what? I'm actually not doing a good job of embodying my boundaries and holding them firm. And so I have to hold myself accountable. And then it goes back to that point of like, fuck, all right, I guess I should talk to them and, and then use all those I statements instead of you, but <laughs> yeah. So I think my big thing is really trying to make sure that I am living my boundaries or exuding them in the life and like in practice. And so trying to maintain them with everyone else so that they can see that, you know, Hopefully that they see that, you know, these things are important to me. And so that same respect will be reciprocated. That's fair. But um, that's also hoping that everyone is um, a good person, which (laughs) (laughs) history has proven is not the case. So sometimes you got to fucking tell them, hey, that's my time. God damn it. Not yours. So don't disrespect it. Vocalize. We got to vocalize. Put it into the universe, man. Put it into the universe. Um, going off that, though, are there any repercussions if someone doesn't meet your boundaries? Like, say if I come up to you and I'm like, hey, Arnold, um, can you edit this podcast? It shouldn't take you that long. I won't fucking murder you. <laughs> <laughs> what What are my repercussions? Just asking for a friend here. Uh, I'm going to be Michelle Obama go hi i'm gonna firmly say to you and vocalize hey when you say that i feel xyz but you know if my my pettiness comes out you know because i am human my pettiness is out and about and she wants to fight it's i don't know the deep freeze some passive aggressive nature Ooh, it'll be like Oh yeah, I just have to cut out like you know hours worth of content, but it's it's okay. You know, we've only recorded for three hours, but you know, I can I, I can I can do that. It's fine. The next level is flipping it back on them and being like, "Well, I just have to cut out all those times where you were just clearing your throat gray and <laughs> making all that noise." So I guess yeah, no, it might not take a while for me, but with your parts, it might take a little extra. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I definitely just go straight back to the Real Housewives of Atlanta <laughs> reference and. Uh, if Nini Leaks can do it, so can I. And oh. I am going to passive aggressive, just be the worst, shadiest person <laughs> in antiquity. But uh, now that I'm a more mature, well put together, healthy minded person, um, 
find myself doing the same thing and uh that's not always great so we're still <laughs> working on it uh i think it's just one of those one of the things i've learned for me is like a lot of times and i think i said this before on here is my anger is just like the blanket that my sadness wears and as corny as that statement sounds oh it's some real shit right like if you're angry it's most likely because you're being because you're sad and you're upset that you're sad which you're allowed to be factuals so for me as like when i'm upset i think i'm just like i'm probably not my best self so if my boundary is not getting met i definitely don't feel like i'm always my best self now that said again with the more healthy minded and mature approach there's that need to like vocalize and reinforce what those boundaries are and i think without repercussions sometimes some people won't learn without repercussions and it's not to say that you have to like fully stiff arm them but it's like okay well if that's the case then like and we'll go back to the editing the podcast thing if i was to say like oh arnold like you know it won't take you that long then it's okay sure that's fine it won't take me that long but actually from now on we're only going to record for 20 minutes so that it won't take me that long. So your statement will hold true, but it's only on these conditions. And so I think there's a need to kind of set up, it's, <laughs> it's like set up and setting up a perimeter around your boundary, I guess. It's just like, you kind of have to like the pre-boundary, right? You know, you gotta kind of like, all right, fine. You don't like that boundary, we don't have to abide by it, but here's how I'm gonna make it work so that I'm still getting my boundary met and you can still get yours neither one of us will be happy exactly it has to be open flow of communication so that hey i'm gonna tell you my boundary you're gonna tell me yours and we can meet somewhere in the middle compromise Compromise. and if we can't then you know what all the best to you and maybe we'll meet at another time in the future but right now is not that time unfortunately you can't get rid of me that easily Don't worry, Arnold. It won't take you that long. (laughs) I hate that fucking statement. That is the worst. It won't take you that long, right? It won't take that long. I hate it so much. Over the edge. Uh, But, I mean, to your point, all of that really comes with, like, it's tough and it's practice. And, like, these are conversations that shouldn't, like, require any courage. But I think, unfortunately, they do for a lot of people. Uh, Me especially, just because I grew up without not having those boundaries and so learning how to kind of like reinforce them uh probably takes a lot more out of me than it does like maybe your average person i guess or someone who grew up with healthier boundaries Mm -hmm. so in some ways it's a little exhausting but the work is worth the effort yeah 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 it is all right well we've said a lot of things we've made a lot of statements accusations we've talked about the death of a rodent <laughs> rest in peace cupcake rest cupcake. in peace cupcake big ups to a real one um, <laughs> but what's your takeaway for this episode boundaries i mean boundaries they're not about distance they're not about keeping people at arm's length they're about respect and i mean ultimately they make you like less sweet but they allow you to love a little bit deeper a lot more deeper i would say a lot more deeper wow that's english more Um, deeper do you go more deeper (laughs) (laughs) but like in in the 
example of our friendship like we're allowed to like get into the vulnerable spaces and really connect on those deeper levels um, yeah. like trauma and like what makes us tick what keeps us up at night the things that we talk about in this podcast with each other because we have boundaries we have healthy boundaries with each other and we vocalize those boundaries with each other so it's not it allows me to i don't know get closer to you without becoming codependent totally yeah i mean it, it allows for a richer relationship and like a deeper bond so that i think those moments when you do say no or like you know you put that um not the hard word but you know when you put into those kind of uncomfortable vulnerable situations like neither one of us is like or you and the other person or the other party aren't going to be like feeling some type of way because of it it's just like a, oh this is a boundary mm -hmm. that's totally fine i can respect that yeah just yeah. like um me not making a joke about you're dead um <laughs> guinea pig hamster <laughs> gerbil rodent i'm just i'm just really pressing up against this boundary right now aren't you I? know she loves to test her boundaries <laughs> she loves to just <sighs> see how much she can get away with <laughs> Oh, but what have we learned right, today? Cupcake. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> what have we um, learned today? But on that note, yeah, on that note, um, boundaries can definitely be hard to one, recognize and two, implement, especially if you grew up in a world or an environment where they just weren't as apparent as this current world would have you believe they should have been. That said, they are to your benefit because I think while, because to your point, they don't keep people at an arm's length. What they do rather is allow you to reach further with them in a healthy way too. Because mm -hmm. I think sometimes in a healthy you way. can lose yourself a little bit if you don't like remember your boundaries. And so they allow you to preserve the best parts of you and enable you to show up the way that you want to show up in your relationships. And that's tea. Right. Take a whole big gulp of that, right? To that little dangly thing in the back of your throat. Ooh. I want to choke. I want to gulp. I want you to hit that little dangly thing in the back of my, I don't, how's that go? No, I'm, there's a, there's one more word in that line. Um, not a rapper. Not a rapper. We're not talking about cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. She came out with a new song. Oh, well, we should end this so I we can she... listen to it. <laughs> Oh, but first a word from our sponsor. So thanks again for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at podcastverythat. And if you have any questions or just want to drop some pipe and hot tea for us, shoot us an email at podcastverythat at gmail.com. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. <laughs>